Welcome in, everyone, to Barely Educated, episode 77, post-game of the Vikings' 29-22 win over the Chicago Bears, uh, as we are recording this just minutes after the game. So before we've heard anything from QB1 or the coach, just kind of keep all that in mind. Rapid Reactions, the name of the game here. Uh, Chris, how are you? I'm doing all right. Um, disappointing to lose, but big picture, I feel pretty good about uh, our quarterback going forward. Yeah, I think that's – I would just caution everyone listening to remember it's a rebuilding year by design. Don't fall for anything they actually publicly state. <laughs> the roster resources were dedicated to the future. Whether you like it or not, and we've talked a lot about it, so this is a great day for the Bears because Justin Fields had his best game by far, possibly period, but definitely this year. It's this in Pittsburgh and, and the Niners game last year, right? Those are your contenders right. for his best career start, but easily his best start this year. It is a classic example of the Spiegel and Parkins, Parkins and Spiegel, Spiegel and Parkins and Parkins and Spiegel and the producers, moral victory. Yes. Loss. Moral victory loss, or whatever they're calling it. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how you don't start with the fact that Fields had a really good day. Stats are not bad, but stats he are played good. a lot better even than the stats look, in my opinion. That 200 yards passing, but it's a lot of plant and throw, climb the pocket, stuff that we talked about needing to see him do. When he ran, it made sense. Yes. And it was decisive. The main thing we needed to see was decisive reading of the field, making quick decisions. A couple inaccurate throws early. I'm not sure what the TD on the, the, the one ball in the end zone to Mooney looked like he might have ran the route deeper than Fields wanted, but Fields might have left it short because he couldn't step into it. There was a little pressure. I will be curious to see what he and the coaches say about that play. Mm -hmm. Mooney's been ad-libbing a little more than I think we would like. Yes. I wondered that on, that on that play as well. That's why I wondered it. The deep ball to Mooney was unbelievable throw and catch. Best <laughs> wide receiver catch by the Bears in 15 years, probably. I don't even know. That was a great catch. Can we stop comparing every one of those to the Beckham catch, though? Can we just, like, yeah. <laughs> enjoy how awesome the catch is just on its own? Like, right. That's a great catch. Um, a couple balls to commit were really nice in rhythm. You know, it's not a surprise that plant and throw decisive, and here's Cole commit with four or five catches. Yep. And stepping up in the pocket more. Yep. He just looked more comfortable all around. Fields just looked confident and comfortable even when things started uh, pretty rough. <laughs> How do you get a delay a game first play <laughs> of the That's game? That's brutal. I was like, that was amazing. Now you come back? Yeah, we'll have to talk coaches here in field. a minute. Mm -hmm. Other things on Fields, because this is the story to me. This is going to sound stupid, and I know a lot of the fans are going to hate this. I'm okay with any loss where Fields plays well and you lost because of the defense because Agreed. you're that much better to a blue chip tackle or receiver and you're that much more likely to keep believing in Fields. Yep. This is not a playoff team or a contender. Draft position matters more than eking out a win over the Vikings. I would have been thrilled to win this game. It is basically the ideal loss. Well said. Couldn't agree I more. I know that sounds dumb. They can't have all of them because they'll lose their confidence. Like they got to win some of these. Mm -hmm. but, but this is not a this is not a loss to be upset about. It sounds stupid to say this. I'm more optimistic about this loss than I was the Texans win. Agreed. 
I Although they just made agree. Trevor Lawrence look ter terrible, so maybe Levy's got a thing going defensively there. Could be. Well, okay. that would, wouldn't be surprising, yeah. No. Fields, 15 to 21, that might be the lead. 15 to 21 doesn't sound like much. Like, we're, we're clearing a low bar here, I know. But that's a good percentage, and we haven't had that. That's close 208 to... yards, averaging almost 10 a completion. That, that's that's awesome. a good one. 9.9 yak, or not yak, yards per attempt. You suck, Chris. A TD on one of those plays that I go, why can't the Bears ever run this when I watch the Chiefs <laughs> do it, or the Packers, or whoever? So that was great to see a TD there for Valus Jones. To your rookie. Fields, yep. mm -hmm. no turnovers. He did have the fumble late that they recovered. But whenever you're running around that much, there's going to be a fumble somewhere across. You know, well, that, that pocket collapsed fast, too. Eight carries. Bucket. Yeah, true. Eight mm -hmm. carries for 47 yards. And one carry for 62 yards brought back at a touchdown by the terrible refs. So really, in, in terms of watching the film, like in terms of reviewing what we saw, he has 300 total yards if he doesn't have that taken back. I'm just talking, he made a great football play mm -hmm. for 60 more yards and a touchdown that got taken back. So there, you know, I'm saying he had roughly 300 yards total and two TDs in terms of stuff he could control. It was easily his best game in some time, possibly as a pro. I think it is his best game as a pro. The eye test. It's the eye test best game as a pro. Yes, absolutely. I, I think. Maybe Pittsburgh, but he stunk in the first half there too. He was pretty shaky after that first drive until midway through the second. Like he had a stretch where I was like, what are we doing again? Pettis dropped another couple uh, passes though. Uh, Don't make me angry. And and this is what you get. This is this is a Ryan Poles thing again. Your bargain basement bin shopping, whatever you want to call it. I think I just made that term up, but whatever. Is going to get you Anthony Pettis on the field. Too much. Mm -hmm. And Smith Marset. Yeah, bird away to lose. And that's probably going to be a big story this week. Another gut punch fumble to lose. You won't probably see another play where the defender rips the ball out while they're both yeah. standing there. Yeah, that was all year. It was a great play. It was. It was a great uh, play. And I wondered if that guy's still on the Minnesota payroll. He probably is technically because <laughs> they cut him right. Like. And, I feel bad for him. He's he, he was an idiot for not just getting right out of bounds, though. He had a chance to just go straight out of bounds. We need the time, not the yard there. And then he has the worst possible outcome. And I believe he was the guy called for holding on the uh, – or blocking the back on the field. He was. Yard touchdown. So that's a that's a rough day for Smith-Marset. <laughs> that's a brutal call. One, it he, was. Was a, he was to his side when he initiated contact. And two, huge acting job. Yeah, and Schlereth pointed that out. Schlereth wasn't too bad today. Yeah, uh, he was better than he'd been in the past, yeah. I think. Mm -hmm. But we had people over. Cousin Nate. Cousin Nate. Maestro Nate. was. Oh, there it is. Composer Nate <laughs> was in town. If you're wondering, we went to the Science Museum Saturday. Chris is a composer, as you probably all know by now. And there was a music room, and we you could like pretend to do composing. So I took a picture of Cousin Nate composing. So conducting. 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 So Sorry. That's all right. You idiot. Yeah, That's my right. bad. You can't take me anywhere. <laughs> so, yeah, we're recording this right after he leaves. And I'm like, oh, man, Cousin Nate just left. Nate. But if you do your job and you always do it. So shout out to composer Chris and edit <laughs> this thing in time. He can he can listen to it on the way home. We can ah. hang in the car for 40 minutes. I'll so, see what I can do, go. Cousin Nate. Yes, yeah, I believe in you. But yeah, the um the fumble at the end is a pretty awful gut punch. 
if Fields had had a bad game and they were still in it and that's how they lost, I would have led with they find new ways to hurt us. Mm. You know what I mean? <laughs> that would have yeah. been the story to me. But he had a good game, and it's it's not a stretch to say his development is the most important thing for this franchise. They aren't good enough for it to matter if they win or lose every week. They're going to need to win some, like I said earlier, for confidence and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But this was a this was a much more enjoyable game than the others. I'm, I know that's – well, maybe not the Niners game. Since the Niners game is the most <laughs> fun I've had with the Bears. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very, very happy. And uh, another number for the stat readers is uh, 118.8 rating. That's yeah. probably – that's farther down the list of important numbers for me for fields today. I really like the 9.9 yard per attempt and the uh, 15 to uh, out of 21. That's like 70%, isn't it, or close to 70%? So I, I think that's indicative of what we saw – that he was quicker making decisions, quicker getting the ball out. Looked 71. Comfortable. Yep. 71? Oh, thank you. That's why I said that might be the most important stat mm. to me yeah. in a way. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's just been so inefficient. Yep. They looked a lot better. He looked a lot better in terms of the routes and things like that. The passing game was obviously better. Running game was bad. But I kind of halfway wanted that. Montgomery's so good mm-hmm. at, out of the backfield, though, in those little block a guy and then go get a pass for eight yards. They missed him. He's good. I think if you if you're making me pick between what Roquan wants and what I think Montgomery wants, and who am I paying? I'm paying Montgomery for sure. Hard to disagree. Roquan with looked that. bad again, mm-hmm. and we'll get to the bad in a minute. But I think we got to really. I just wanted to make sure we started this thing hard selling that that was Fields' best game in forever, and maybe as a pro. Mm-hmm. And therefore, we should not be that upset about this loss. I'm not. I mean, I'm upset they lost and how, but big picture. It's annoying. It's annoying, but I'm not mad about it like I was some of these other games. Yes. I'm not as worried about the future when Fields starts to click. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about 23 and 24 as much as I'm thinking about 22 as I watch these games. Yeah. I want to know if the coach and the QB have the goods. That should be priority number one this year for sure. He did. Uh, yep. What I wouldn't give for him to build off of that with the processing speed, the, the plant and throw, and the climbing the pocket. This was exactly what we needed. I cannot wait for Tim Jenkins to tell us how good he played. I can't wait for Dilfer tomorrow to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. This was a big step in the right direction, in my opinion. And I'm not going to tell people not to be irritated or upset about a loss, but I will tell you if you just try to have that longer term perspective. And you'll see that this was not the worst outcome. Not at all. I was telling Nate, I was like, you know, after the Green Bay game, shout out to the New York Giants, who I'm going to have to quit saying are terrible with their record. They got a thing going there. The um, On the list of outcomes for the day, obviously, number one would be Bears win and Fields is great. Mm-hmm. Number two would have been Fields is good, but the Bears don't win. Right. And number three was Packers lose. So I got two of my three scenarios. (laughs) What I did not want is Bears lose and Fields is bad or they don't let him throw the ball ever. One of those weirdo Mm -hmm. game plans. So, you know, that's going better than the baseball for me. I'm not saying nothing about that. I addressed it. 
Just okay. so you know, everyone, Chris flew the W on Twitter, which is a blatant salt in the womb moment from my good friend. I don't care. So I'm I sent him a series of gifts of Chris Bryant in a Rockies uniform. How dare you, sir? That was too we far, almost, man. We almost burned the pod to the ground last night. You went too far, man. That hurt. Yeah, so it's a good thing the Bears were tolerable. Yes, that's right. And that the Packers lost. Pilot, did you see that video? Max Markham uh, retweeted it of those uh, British Giants fans thinking, singing a song. It said, uh, "Shove your <clears throat> cheese I up have your." Not mm-hmm. seen it. Did you? Oh, oh man, okay. I'm gonna have to go hit that go up. Go find uh, that. Yeah, and listeners, go a, find a it. Bluetooth, not around the children, kind of. No, <laughs> not around the children. Not around the children. Max Martin um, NFL retweeted that. Giants fans in England. That's hilarious. Yes. It was I know beautiful. we sound like like lame as all get out when we celebrate the other team losing like you did last night, you losers. You suck. But <laughs> in a rebuilding year, I think it's fair to be glad when your rival goes down. And I understand it. Both sports. But, um, yeah, that Packers thing is still a work in progress. And the Giants might have a thing going there. Love that coach. That's a hot take I'll happily continue to own. Yep. I loved the table idea, but we should be fair here because I, I am hard on polls and I think it's warranted. I think a lot of times this plan leaves a bit to be desired for fields with Pettis on the field so much, for example, or Mustafer keeps starting. I don't know if that's on polls or the coaches more. Probably the coaches. Probably not, the coaches. We're not done with that, by the way. But – uh, to be fair on the Brian Dable thing, Dable and Shane were a package deal, it looks like. And the, I think the Bears were the only other team to even interview Dable, and because I think everyone knew he was going to the Giants. Hmm. I don't know. I, I wanted him. I don't know if it's fair to get onto the Bears about it, because I don't really know that they had a shot at him. Hmm. He's from New York, too. Yeah. I, so, it, it had, anyway, what I'm happened, just kind of cleaning yeah. up that mm-hmm. thought so that it, it's fair. I just always try to be fair. So we've done the good with Justin Fields and Mooney and a little bit commit, by the way, yes. his blocking continues to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. And he, he still falls forward a, a little bit more than past yeah. tight ends that we've had. I think, I think tight end is a need. Mm. I think if you could get it to where commits your inline tight end, you know, your, your occasional TD, it would be really wonderful, which we don't even get, but just first downs. Um, and you got to where he was, not relied on to be your main weapon as a tight end you'd have something but yeah he's not he's not there yet as a pass catcher and i think they could really use a guy like like mike gasecki and all of a sudden tight end would be like running back and be just like a major strength but okay so the bad what's wrong with you people oh boy the bad and there's yeah a lot of there's there's a good bad bit of bad unfortunately that's a that sounds really stupid there's a lot of bad but I would have to start with whatever the heck that was at the beginning of the game at the defense. Uh, where they just kind of easily marched through the Bears like a hot knife through butter? Just, what was it, like, say, 18 or 16 straight completions? I think it was 16. The Bears are a team that is supposed to win with defense this year if they win at all, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> He signed Justin Jones. He tried to sign Ogan Joby. He signed Alkady Muhammad. That guy is awful. Hmm. That guy's not getting near enough press for how bad he's playing. What, that He's not doing a thing. 
they drafted two guys to make the secondary a strength. It's absolutely not a strength. Although Jalen Johnson being out is part of that. That's huge. Yep. There's the whole thing about do we keep Roquan? Another game where it looks like he's gaining weight and got concrete in his shoes. <laughs> there is a play towards the I'll end where he could have closed on the ball carrier, and it took him like three hours to get there. And I was like, okay, I guess we're not going to close on the ball carrier. Um, their defense does not have the kind of performances that we all thought when we said, oh, a seven or eight win team kind of thing. That's yeah. the, that unit is why you lost this game for once. Yes, that's right. That's right. I think even you could argue that the secondary was the best unit today. Sadly. And they were still not very good. That's a great <laughs> yeah. point. I mean, the line was not good, and the linebackers, oh, my gosh, the, that middle of the field was open all day. And how many third downs were, did the Vikings convert? You know what? Let's look that up, look that while, up. I make, while I follow up that point. The line – okay, the front seven is playing some really bad football. Mm -hmm. I'm lumping them all together because when there's no push-up front, you know, the linebackers aren't going to get clean lanes to the running backs – when there's no pass rush, the secondary is going to have a hard time covering Justin Jefferson for long enough. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They do need way more talent up front. It's just true. I I do not want that to be their like big draft pick in the top five or six or whatever it ends up being oh boy. necessarily, but they're bad there. 12 for 15 on third downs for your Minnesota Vikings. 12 out of 15? Uh, that is 80%. Is it my math correct on that? Yeah, the, this was a really ugly game that the Bears managed to make close because, once again, they did a nice job in the second half. Mm -hmm. Until that final drive. Yep. 14 oh. first downs for the Bears, which you'll actually kind of take. Mm -hmm. 29 for the Vikings. Time of possession, oh. 36 minutes for the Vikings, 23 for the Bears. I want to know what it is in the second half. Somebody will have it before long. Because mm. in the first half, it was like – 24 Seven to minutes. six or something like that. It was that, just yeah. hilariously bad. <laughs> Yards, 429 to 271. I mean, they looked like they got their brains beat in because at the beginning of the game, they were. And by the end of the game, the Bears had made it a game. That's that's kudos to the coaching second half adjustments. Looked pretty good again. Mm -hmm. But their two problems on defense are the front seven. There's just no push, run or pass. And to, last week, it's like there's always a play. Last week, it's the bootlegs, right? Mm -hmm. And they can't set the edge. This week, it's the toss outside was killing them. Mm. Or, and more annoying, you mentioned it already, but those little short passes in the middle of the field, there's like drag routes and slants and all kinds of different things it can be. But they don't pass off right with the zone. It looks mm. all wrong when they're trying to like go from the backer to, to Gordon or – Jones and they picked on Jones a lot early and then mm -hmm. not near as much in the second half. So I'm not sure what was going on there. And I thought Gordon was better today. Probably his best game. Still a little raw. Made a couple of plays and a real nice tackle coming up. Two in a right. row. Yeah. Um, they thought he blocked the field goal, but that was actually Dominic Robinson. Mm -hmm. But I think sure. one of the things they need to change almost as badly as they need to bench Mustafer is they need to <laughs> give way more reps to Gibson and Robinson over Muhammad mm. and Robert Quinn's not doing much either. No, there was a play where Robert Quinn jumped off sides. And so they got yeah. the replay and then they showed the replay and he jumped back and then he barely ever he got moving again. He's just it's like, there. Oh, that's like, 
Robert Quinn had the whole like I bent over to pick something up in the kitchen and sneezed and now my back's give out. You know, <laughs> my back gave out. It just looked like an old man in that play. I was like, I felt bad for him for a second there. He's he's a weird player in terms of the every other year thing, and it looks like we got that down here. Yeah, unfortunately. Right now. I mean he could turn it around, but so the defense was dreadful for a pretty huge chunk of that game and then got their act together. And then at the end of the game, it was right back to what they did the first mm-hmm. quarter. And I was like, yep. what, what are we doing? What happened? Yep. Do you want to give a shout out to Kindle Vildor though? He, a uh, good interception, read it well. And yeah. Mm-hmm. This is an important thing to remember. That is hard as anything to remember. Players can <clears throat> improve sometimes dramatically at the ages so many of the bears players are Mm -hmm. i've been hard on gordon because he's been playing poorly he could easily bounce back at any point we don't even know what his ceiling is kendall vildor was like the worst player on the bears last year he was on the defense like legitimately for a guy who got enough snaps to kind of qualify for that conversation yeah Better this and he year. was Much probably better. their second best defensive player today after Eddie. Although basically I'd call it a tie. Mm-hmm. Also, Eddie Jackson is having to make way too many tackles nine yards down the field on the run. Yeah, that's a bad goes. sign. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But at least he's doing it now. Yeah. Um, Everything that you just said, though, I think supports the idea that the secondary was actually the best unit on, on defense today. Which is crazy because they gave up 18 or whatever straight completions at one point. <laughs> oh, man. But my point well, is, it's a total systems failure when you have that kind of start, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have a pass rush. Your linebackers are sluggish. No one's covering tight ends. Your corners look confused. The zones aren't being passed off correctly, or guys running through the zone, I should say. So uh, it can both complement the coaches for another decent second half, you know, and, and adjustments at halftime, but also criticize them for what whatever that initial game plan was. Yeah, they keep in there. I don't like that two straight weeks a team is like, we can do this play a lot and burn yeah. them over and over. So something's going on there, and you you hired a defensive coach with a process I thought kind of stunk, and you're not getting good enough results there. But you are rebuilding. But I want those resources to go to the offense, and I'm afraid they're going to look at the defense and be like, well, we need stuff here too. Not that you could disagree, but philosophically, Fields showed you something today. Nobody on the defense has showed you anything close to worth building around. I mean, he's also the quarterback, so that's obvious. But so next, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I do absolutely. You're gonna have a lot of money next year, and you're gonna have a normal draft next year, right? We get a first round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, didn't lose any. So well, far as the Bears can be said to do anything normal, where have you been in the last thirty years? It will never be normal. No, I'm just I kidding. Suppose so yeah. <laughs> What? They don't do normal. <laughs> if it was up, if it was up to you, okay. what, would, what would you buy and what would you draft? What are you buying? Uh, I am buying a left tackle. Okay. So I can do what I need to. Well, a tackle. I don't really care which side. Larry Bourne was bad again today. Sam Mustafer is bad again today. Sam Mustafer should not start. That's egregious coaching enough already. Uh, he, again, he snapped the ball before while Fields was trying uh, to change something. Like, yeah, come on, man. Penalty. Yeah. I'm looking forward to the breakdown of that. Was there something going on with like a, the left guard tapped into snap and he wasn't ready? And... I don't think they do the the guard they, tap. It, Jenkins didn't think they did it. I think they week, just right? do the leg. They just do yeah. the quarterback leg. And so it was all wrong. You just got to quit doing that kind of stuff. Um, but I want a center and I want a tackle. 
because I believe my right guard is good enough and young enough to definitely invest in him. And I would try to bring Whitehair back. I think he's a free agent. I don't know. And then uh, I was looking at the free agent list with Cousin Nate, and it's kind of a pain right now getting one that's actually accurate. Like Orlando Brown is listed. They franchised him, right? They never came to an agreement with him, him and the Chiefs. Uh, don't know. I should and, know since it's my, you know. Yeah, well, <laughs> like there'll be later in the year, there'll be a lot more articles about the upcoming offseason for franchises that, you know, are already done with meaningful games like ours will be. But right now it's like, no, that dates to like June. They pr- Some of this has changed and I don't want to pretend like I 100% know the free agent list. We need to have that episode when we get maybe the bye week would be a good time mm. to actually okay. get the homework done on that. But the receiving list is terrible for free agency. So line, I, my impression <laughs> just looking at the initial version of this, even with some of it probably changing was sign two O-linemen, try to find a three tech, draft a receiver. I'm doubling down on receiver twice in the first three rounds. Okay. However I need to. Sounds good to And me. I'm probably picking, if I didn't sign one, I'm probably picking a three technique with the other one. If you're just going by need. Yeah. I was curious if you would. Justin if... Jones has been okay, though, but I think I might like him better at end. Yeah. That's where okay. his sack came from, or it was a stunt, one of the two. Yeah. I was just curious if you were going to buy line or buy offense or buy defense and then draft line or draft weapons. But... I think I want a veteran center for sure. Mm-hmm. And I think I think you just got too many holes to not sign some things. And wide receivers a weak market. Well, there might be one who like cries his way into a trade like they do. But the college game is churning out rocking receivers right every away. Year. Every, every year. year. There's like three or four you're you're like seeing their highlights. Quentin Johnson on TCU has like two hundred and fifty yards. You're like, You'll do. You know, yep. <laughs> Jackson Smith Nigba for sure. Go get me Marvin Harrison Jr. next year Mm -hmm. in 24, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, let's get one now and another one in the third and another one in 24. (laughs) I want weapons everywhere. Now, one guy I think might become free as a wide receiver because I don't see how they're going to pay him is T. Higgins, and that would be one I would absolutely be all over because he's Mm. the perfect pairing with Mooney, Mm, the big go-up-and-get-it guy who can – do what Mooney did with one hand without even jumping, probably. I guess he's just like standing there with his hand up. No, I kid. But th- it'll be interesting to see what shakes free because a team like the Bengals is like got to pay Burrow and then get mm-hmm. Chase next year. Mm-hmm. Or the Chargers, are they going to be able to keep all their guys? You know, we'll see. But it's a good question. What would you do? I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> Fair enough. I think it makes sense to, for the line, invest in known commodities. You know, that at probably makes a lot one of, of them, right? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you're already really young there with some talent. Mm. But you need to get younger and more talented at receiver. Right? Yeah, for sure. You got all these journeymen and then Mooney. And I think St. Brown is on his way to earning another year with you. And the rest of them can go be some other new mm-hmm. GM's rebuilding year roster. And I Jones, got no interest in Jones? Dante Pettis again. No. But Jones catches a touchdown like bouncing back after his fumble last week. You know? Yep. So, and so I loved seeing that play work. Mm-hmm. Like you watch those good offenses, and other than the Bills, who are just like, we're just going to let our cyborg assassin alien throw the ball 40 yards every time. <laughs> the rest of them are like, wide open, schemed a perfect push pass. Rodgers had the touchdown where he like snaps and throws in like the blink of an eye. Mm-hmm. And they block it up and he's in. You know, it was, it was like they're, it was when they had the big lead at that point. 
like stuff that just looks so easy. So shout out to Getsy, who I was hard on for good reason, I think, last week, because they schemed some of that easy stuff. It was great to mm-hmm. see. Did and Bayless hear... Jones, as your gadget guy, could hopefully still have value. But I wish yes. they had picked a real receiver before that. Yeah. A normal, you know, big-bodied guy. Um, also, I loved the aggression. I got to make sure to oh, mention Oh, yes. That. Yeah, true. Good going for it on fourth down. Absolutely. Uh, going for the building, two point... You have nothing to lose. Yep. Two-point conversion attempt. Absolutely. Agreed. We, we, we joke around about the Bills. The Eagles are the other team to look at. Jalen Hurts stunk through eight games last year. You know, Tom Davis, who I work with, you know, remember from mm-hmm. he's a big Eagles fan. We talk yeah. every week about football. I'm going to bleep that out, by the way. And we chat. Oh, okay. <laughs> what, Tom Davis, big Eagles fan? No, the institution. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fine. Go for it. <laughs> that beep. <laughs> That'll yes. be actually funny. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he was talking about Hurts and the strides he made in the second half last year and how Sirianni just pushed all the right buttons like – who cares? We're going for it. Just growth. You know, like give him mm. now for the Bears, give Fields all those opportunities just so when you need them when you're contending again, hopefully next year, it's not the first time you've tried a fourth and two on the 40. Yeah. It's true. In a meaningful <laughs> spot. It's not the first time you went aggressive for the two point conversion. I love the onsides kick too. Oh, you I fire missed up that. the when, team. When did they, they do that? The, they went for an onside kick right after that. And then they shut the Vikings out oh, and get the ball know, back I, anyway. I took my I think son you to fire work. up the that. team. That's, yeah, okay. I think you show them that you believe in their abilities when you're aggressive. And when you coach scared like last week, you, you have the opposite effect. So that's a positive coach growth then too. Yep. Good. Okay. Like you can just see, like if you coached, even back when I was doing the stupid high school coaching, right? It's like when we were aggressive, they were excited even if it didn't always work. Mm-hmm. It's a different vibe when your coach is willing to do that. It's not always going to be the decision they make, but Eberflus had never done any of it. And it was so nice to see him do it. Yeah. Trust your young guys. That's part of their development. I think this is the other thing I love about the game in a, in a nutshell. It was the first game where I thought that was geared towards development. Mm-hmm. That decision makes sense for developing a young roster in QB. So I wanted to make sure I gave that shout out. Now, Quit starting Sam Mustafer. <laughs> I'm fired. All right. Oh, you think? <sighs> and uh, quit starting Al-Qadine Muhammad, I think, as well. Mm. Tell me I'm crazy. Go, go you, put on your not, Olin Cruz jersey and talk me into I'm Sam Mustafer. I'm not going to Olin No. Am I a crazy person? No. I, I don't know. Can you choke me from afar through the screen if you put on an Olin Cruz jersey, or will I be safe? I think you're going to be okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Can you believe what? that story? He gets fired for that. Well, yep, what, yep. what was he thinking? Hard to take him seriously. No, no, no joke. Yeah. Um, why do they? Else happened there, but. Why do they think Mustafer is still their best option? Is Getsy not who they thought he would be as a center? Like they don't like what he's doing in practice. Oh, I'm not Getsy. I'm sorry. I did it again. I did it a couple weeks ago. Patrick. Patrick. You idiot. Not liking what Patrick's doing at center in practice? Well, let's, or... let's review the timeline. We we are you know, new GM, blah, blah, blah. Lucas Patrick is one of the first signings. Mm-hmm. He's a priority signing, even if he's fairly cheap. Goes with the coordinator you got from the Packers too, right? And then he gets hurt with fast forward ways, and he was going to be your center. Sam Mustafer was on the bubble, according to Adam Johns, who I think mm-hmm. is the most reliable guy on the beat. 
or at least he put him on the bubble when he did his roster projections. And he was like playing guard at the time. And he's like, looks like he's the third string guard. And all of a sudden he's the center again after the injury. Fast forward to now, I understand if you can't snap, it's a different skill set than blocking. That's kind of hard to wrap my head around how much you use your hands for blocking too. Whatever. They don't trust it not to be a bad snap too frequently, but Mustafer stinks at snapping too. Okay. And then, and then we get reports the last couple of weeks that Patrick's been snapping. And before the game, journalists are seeing and tweeting that Patrick is snapping to Simeon. So Patrick is the second string center. He is healthy enough to snap as the second string center, but they're playing him at guard. And presumably they would have kept rotating him if Whitehair hadn't gotten hurt. Right. They kept rotating with Jenkins. I don't understand how he's healthy enough to snap as the second string center and not just snapping as the first string center since your plan all along was to make him your center. Hmm. You have Schofield to play left guard. Borum, I still think body type looks like a guard to me in a certain sense. I don't know. He gets beat on the outside a lot. Yes, he does. You have Riley Reef. You could kick Borum inside. Maybe you don't want to make Borum learn a new position. Okay, fine. Point is, you have Tyree Carter, you have Schofield, and you have a dreadfully bad start to the year for a center who's been bad in the past. It's not like we're reacting to one bad half. Mm-hmm. Mustafer is not an NFL starter. On the tape, do- doesn't lie there. So I'm just very confused. I know, me too. The, the guy you had signed to play center is now snapping the ball for the I second don't... team. So why isn't he just playing center? Yep, I'm at a loss. I don't get it. It's turning into Rashard Coward, and I need it to stop. <laughs> Yeah, someone on Twitter made the old, you know, uh, he must uh, he must have pictures of Eberflus. Well, they're raunchy <laughs> if he does. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't think there's any way to understand this. That's the problem. Like mm-hmm. you know, it's a it literally is becoming a joke because we don't have any other way to figure it out. Yeah. So anyway, any other thoughts on today's game? No, let's. Uh, we got a Thursday game. I don't. We won't be able to do a show before. Yeah, then. Just... I'm. I'm on the road. In yeah, the you're, air, as you're going where I was. That's amazing. That's right. Yeah, there's some there's some good coffee shops and a nice uh, uh, brewery. In, I wonder in if town. they put yeah. me up in the same hotel. I bet they do. Yeah, we should. You'll know, yeah. talk off the air. <laughs> That's okay. true. We'll leave it at that. All right. Um, <laughs> Bears currently favored by one over the Commanders. Oh, you got to bump that up to three. Bump that Can up I to three. Can I just say I'm so sorry to America for all these Bears and Broncos primetime games are getting. Broncos have already had three. We're on our second with our third on Monday night against the Patriots coming up. This will be our second. <laughs> like, man, we are really, really making America suffer here. Well, we're not going to look as bad as the Colts or Broncos did, I don't think. Oh, the right? Bears played a much better game today than those mm-hmm. two teams did this past Thursday. Yep. And Wentz did Wentz things to lose the game again. I don't take the Commanders very seriously, not going to lie. Mm, yeah. So, the matchup, before we run out of time here. They are 25th in points as an offense. We're 30th as a defense. Or no, we're 30th as an offense, sorry. Hang on, let me get to the matchup thing. I was but the wrong thing. on the upswing. We're, okay, so 23rd offense meets the 21st defense when the, when the uh, commanders have the ball. Okay. When the Bears have the ball, 31st offense 
Whoa, moving on up. No, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Versus the 23rd defense. Well, the Bears are the 31st offense now. Wow. Uh, they must have been all along because those running wow. games, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, true, true. Okay. I mean, they're both the very definition of mediocre to bad how, teams. How is the Bears defense 21st? How are they, they not like... They yards. I don't know. No, no, no. I mean, how are they that high? <laughs> They'd have points. to be like... Second and a half points. They do oh, a good job. Man. They finally had that broken. I'm just talking about right, in terms so... of yards, you know? Yeah, anyway. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. The commanders are bad and so are the Bears. I'll take the yep. home team. Yep. Commanders have lost to the Cowboys and Eagles, basically with no offense. Lost to the Lions. Beat the Jaguars. And then today... What'd they do today? Who'd they play today? Have they played? They played today, yeah, because he threw that interception I was referring to. Hang on. Don't know. Let's see who finds it faster. Dun, dun, dun. Little race music. Yeah. They <laughs> lost to Tennessee. Oh, well, that should have been obvious for you to remember that. Yeah, he, he threw a pick at the end of the game. 21-17 mm, okay. Titans. So they're 1-4. and four. Okay. okay, yeah. I, I like the Bears in that one. Home team. Uh, after the significant process progress we saw today, I think they have a little more confidence going into that game. They're going to be back at Soldier Field for the first time in a few weeks. I like the Bears. I'm going to say Bears 24 and oh, Commanders. Oh, I almost slipped there. Uh, Commanders 16. 24 yeah, 16. So to clean that up, they're now on a four game losing streak. Because they the beat commanders. the Jaguars in the season open. Oh, wow. Okay. I'll take the Bears. I'll say they build off of this a bit, and they take the 20. Yes, you did four, so I can't do that, you jerk. 27, <laughs> let's go. We're rounding yes. this thing up to 30 before there we know go. it. All right. And I think the defense plays better because, you know, Wentz is turnover prone, and that's kind of the name of the game with this defense. Right. So, what, 27-16 is pretty close to your okay. score. but That's good. I like the Bears. All right, take us out of here. All right, thanks, everyone, for listening. It's an optimistic day for the Bears fans, or it should be, at least. That's our argument. Thanks for listening. Find us on Twitter, our website, buy me a coffee. We will talk to you after the Bears game this week. Oh, Hopefully about it. a W. Oh, no, it. shoot! <laughs> I'll yes. fix that. Can you choke me? What? Ra, ra, shish, kebab, blah, 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 blah. Packers lose. Show your f***ing <laughs>